Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Jeff Fennick and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. If you hear this song, you know it won't be long Till the game is up and you're out of the cup Beefy and Rob did it in the FA Cup Chimers, chimers, chimers Well Rob, our FA Cup journey all the way from the other side of the planet We've been to Merthyr, we've yep. been to Hamworthy yep. Sirencester Town, they knocked over Hamworthy in the yes. second qualifying round This weekend is Hamworth, not not even Hamworthy, it's Sirencester. It is. Are taking on Hungerford Town mm. in the third qualifying round. And we are absolutely honoured to have former Newport County player John Bruff, who just happens to be the manager of Sirencester Town, join us on the phone, previewing the weekend's big game. John, thanks for joining us. No problem, guys. Look forward to the chat. Definitely. Now, I've got to thank you because you've got a big league game tonight as well, haven't you? So uh, thanks for taking a bit of time out of your day. Yeah, we've, we've got Sholin, who are top of the league. So they've got the journey up from the south to um, to Sirencester. So, yeah, we, we're prepping for that. But uh, always got time to talk to good people. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Now, John, you got to tell us first, have you been to see the world's tallest yew tree hedge in the world at Sirencester Park? Uh, I can honestly say no. Oh, Although it... I'm a landscape gardener. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm literally planting uh, trees and plants this week. Uh, no, I haven't. I should do, really. It's number four on the list of things to see in Sirencester, John. I don't know what you're doing. What's number one? <laughs> <laughs> number one, I'm pretty sure, is the uh, Carinian Museum. I thought you were going to say the Carinian Stadium, because <laughs> that's our ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, just in case you're interested, is the Church of St. John the Baptist, which is uh, what a what a building that is. And number three... Yeah, the, ta- the town's lovely. Yeah. The town is a lovely place. I think we used to do school trips there, to be honest, when uh, when I was up there in Monmouth. Number three, yeah, you'd be going to the Cotswolds. Yeah. It's a lovely part of the world. Yeah, it is. Number three, though, is sights around town. Mm. That's things to see, mm-hmm. sights around town. Is that on a, sat- is that on a Saturday <laughs> night? <laughs> I'm not sure what the Sirencester nightlife is uh, is actually that, you know, is it is it jumping? I haven't been, so uh, I can't really comment on that one, but uh, I'm sure there's a plenty of sights to see. Oh, no doubt. Now, John, it's a big game for the club. Sirencester, they've never been to the first round proper. Um, no, they've no. been to the fourth qualifying round a couple of times, 03-04. Here's a bit of a stat for you in 03-04. Sirencester lost to Crawley in the fourth qualifying round, who are obviously a league club nowadays, who then in the first round, they lost to Telford. And then Telford went all the way to the fourth round, lost to Millwall, who, if you remember, they got to the final that year. Millwall, man, you in the final, wasn't it? Yeah, 3 0. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. So that's when the last time Sirencester got past this round, which uh, if we can do that this, this weekend, it'll be a massive achievement for the club and the players. From after tonight's result, we'll uh, focus on, on that. But at the moment, all we're doing is thinking about tonight's game. So yeah. they do come thick and fast, but we we, uh, we will be concentrating from tonight on um, on Hungerford. Well, you're six in the Southern League Division 1 South, unbeaten, three wins, three draws. That's not bad if you haven't lost Correct. so far. Yeah, and we, obviously we've, we've won three games to get this far in the in the FA Cup and we've won a League Cup game as well. So we, we're in decent form, uh, which is always nice to go into to any game with good form. 
Uh, we are playing obviously a team from two leagues above, which uh, is always a test. But that's what the FA Cup's all about. It's about people from lower knocking the big hitters out, and they'll be classed as the big hitters and the favourites on Saturday. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll go there and and give it our best shot. Now you yourself, you had a fairly long and distinguished career in the leagues. You actually scored quite a famous FA Cup goal at Edgar Street when uh, the mighty Bulls from Hereford managed to scrap a one-all draw with uh, Tottenham. We did. Yes, it was. Uh, one of those day FA Cup day, as I call it, because the weather, the pitch, they're used to a nice carpet and it was like a mud bath, Edgar Street that day in uh, in January. It was mindset because we, we were totally up for the game. Uh, they scored quite early. Ronnie Rosenthal scored. We didn't collapse because I think a lot of teams of the, of the day would have collapsed. We had some steel about us back then and we, uh, we dug in and we actually missed a penalty as well in that game. Dean Smith, who's now the Aston Villa manager... <laughs> He skied one over the bar, uh, and it was uh, as he was running back, all disappointed. Said Dino, "Don't worry, we'll, we'll get another chance." And about ten minutes later, we got the corner, and uh, and I managed to get my big head on it. <laughs> Actually, I, I I managed to. Uh, there is highlights package on YouTube of that game, and you actually missed a chance late on to win the game. I don't know who had the ball yeah, on the left hand side of the box. It was Steve White on. Or Nicky Cross down the slope at Hereford we put a lot of pressure on them and, and they were I won't say hanging on but they were ready for the final whistle but when we went back to White Hart Lane it was a totally different story I think we lost 5-1 but just to get the replay against those sort of players was fantastic for the club and at the time it, it kept the club going we're in quite a difficult situation with finances and they, um, the revenue from the from the replay kept the club going that year so that's what the FA Cup can do it can, it can keep clubs alive and um, if we get through this It'll give the club great finances to uh, hopefully invest in in the squad. Yeah, well, we're talking to Tim Sills from Hamworthy, and we were going through uh, some of the prize money. And even though they lost in the last round, you know they'd pocketed you know near enough six grand through their FA Cup run yep. in the qualifiers alone. And for a tier nine club, that's a hell of a lot of money. It's it's good money. It's good money, and it, it's great the FA can filter it down to as low as the levels that they do. It makes clubs thrive. And if you if you can as a non-league club get to um, the first round proper it's maybe not that season but the following season if the club invest it right you, you should have a good chance of getting get promotion because your budget should be bigger mm. uh, so that's the, the incentive to all the smaller clubs to, to get as far as they can because not just it's nice to play against league clubs and bigger clubs like some of our players on Saturday will look forward to playing against players that are two leagues above but if you can get to that first round proper and, and draw a, a big team it's what, what dreams are made of for some of the non-league players that play today. How is the vibe around the township, uh, John? Are there murmurings of great things ahead? Is, uh, is the atmosphere building at this point in time? Um, I think because of everything that's gone over off in the last couple of years, I think it's still a bit subdued, to be honest. Gates aren't massive. We only get 150 and 200 people, which is disappointing. Surely, um, surely the fact that you're speaking got... to us must be a big, a big fact. If you don't mention Oh, yeah, hopefully no. we'll double the gate now Saturday, oh, Yeah, uh, although we're away. Yeah. Um, but games come thick and fast at this time of the year. So we've got obviously a game tonight, game Saturday, a game next Tuesday. You move on pretty quickly. But as I say, as soon as tonight's game's out of the way, uh, hopefully with three points in the bag, we can then totally focus on uh, Hungerford. We, we've had them watched. We've done our homework on them. Mm-hmm. We've got reports of set pieces, etc. So we've given ourselves the best opportunity to go there and, uh, and cause a, 
upset, which it will be. Well, you've got us on board, John. At, well, at the moment, let's hope. Uh, let's hope you can sneak. Hopefully, you're, hopefully you're following. <laughs> exactly. Next round, That's what I was getting to. I was getting to that. We've got to confront the elephant. <laughs> the elephant in the room is simply this: Beefy came in the studio four weeks ago. We're going to follow Merthyr knocked over. We're going to, now we're going to follow Hamworthy. We're on board. Soren's sister. Now, you, are you feeling somewhat vexed as to our genuine our supporters here, John? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. It's just. Uh... Murphy got knocked out. Hamworth got knocked out. We'll get knocked out soon or eventually, but hopefully it's not Saturday. Yeah, and we can keep this going as long as we can. The good uh, I, I played with the Murthy manager and I played with Tim Sills as well over my career. So played with Dean at, at Hereford and Tim at Aldershot. So I've played with two of those managers that you've followed. So it, that's a nice little link as well. Now talking of links, I am one of the biggest Newport County fans kicking around, and I just happened to share a picture with you this week about I've actually you got. Did your shirt from when Newport County played Swansea City in the first round in 2005-2006 and the first comment you went came back to me was god that was a long time ago <laughs> it seems a long time ago <laughs> that shirt looked rather big so uh, it probably fit me now to be honest um <laughs> yeah it was it was one of those games at local derby i can remember there was a there was a problem with a coin being thrown mm. at the linesman or something or other we're still blaming uh, cardiff city fans for that john yeah do so do so um <laughs> I think the game finished 3-1. 3-1, yeah. Yeah, but we, we gave a good good account of ourselves for them. We were Conference South. They were Football League. They had some good players. We, we conceded off a set piece, as I recall, early on. We, we give ourselves a good opportunity good chance and it was great for the town i think there's over four thousand in the yeah. in the in mm-hmm. the uh, stadium which we did we used to, used to get between seven and eight hundred so it was, it was great and and that that gave us a, a lift for the for the rest of the season as well even though we lost i mean we talked about money and obviously in tier through seven through nine you know six thousand pound goes a long way if newport hadn't had a couple of FA Cup runs. I mean, we played Leeds, knocked them over. We beat Leicester, knocked them over. Got a few games on TV. Got a draw with Tottenham. Went back to Wembley for the replay. That money, yeah, you had a good run. Yeah. That money yeah. has kept that club afloat, really, because obviously we through COVID and everything else. The, the gates haven't been there. So to have a, a cup run slush fund to keep the club alive. I mean, don't forget in the mm. fact that you know we survived on the last day of the season a few years ago to keep us in the league, and the club probably would have gone under at some stage if uh, if that happens. That, that FA Cup money especially is is huge it is you can't budget for it because you don't know how long how far you're going to get but when it is there it it does take the pressure off the uh, off the board of directors and chairman and these lower league clubs football league as well as non-league they they live day to day some do and mm. and when you do get a windfall like that it, it does help out and and if the finances aren't great selling players and and fa cup runs are sometimes the only source of income because yeah. the the gates that they get aren't massive it probably just about covers the wages so things like fa cup runs and sometimes you have to sell your best player to keep alive and unfortunately all the money is at the top end of the uh, the pyramid which is obviously the premier league uh, and not enough filters down to league clubs and and grassroots which we're in at the moment yeah now have you got anything special or different lined up for hungerford on saturday is going to take them by surprise is it going to be a few weird set piece moves or a few long throw have you got a long throw specialist that seems to be in vogue again we have but he's injured so uh, <laughs> he won't be playing so that, that's that one's gone out the window we'll work on um set pieces on thursday we might add a few because they'll they like i've watched them they'll they'll certainly watched us uh maybe more than once uh, they're probably there tonight as well so we'll mix it up tonight and then 
hopefully to catch them cold <laughs> on a few little uh, routines that we can work on on Thursday. But yeah, and, and that's important. Our set pieces are, we, they can win and lose your games. So it, it's a big part of the game that we work on and we'll be doing that on Thursday evening. Now, Soren Sester, we've got to tell everyone, they're part-timers, even amateurs possibly. Have you got any players that have weird and wonderful jobs that you wouldn't necessarily associate with footballers? Uh, that's a good question. Most of them are in the trade. So we've got electrician, we've got a plasterer, we've got the builders, we've got carpenters, we've got a teacher. Just trying to think. We've got a couple of gym instructors. Uh, but I can't think of anyone who does anything. That sounds that's... very much like a football team to me, the sort of employment <laughs> we're... We yeah, lo- local, you said if any non-league club, they, they might be the odd solicitor. We haven't got anyone that clever. Definitely not. <laughs> we're all tradesmen. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty honest group of lads, to be fair, as well. We, we're hardworking and, and they fight for each other. And, and that's what we'll be doing, certainly tonight. But on Saturday, that little buzz of the FA Cup, hopefully we can raise our game to match uh, Hungerford. And has the chairman promised you anything in terms of incentives? Obviously, the Hamworthy chairman promised uh, an upgrade from uh, Lidl home brand pies up to Pucker Pies if uh, <laughs> if the boys got over the line. But what about your chairman? Has he has he come to the party? Is it, is it a cheeky Nando's? No, he's he's pretty good. All generally, we we are the level we are, but we the club itself and the, the facilities and what we get as a club are probably the best in the league. So I don't ask too much of the, off the chairman. Mm-hmm. I do know I haven't done it yet because of the of COVID. Two years that I've been there, we've obviously not finished the season. But the boys find each other each week for silly things and numerous things, being late, not wearing flip flops, the, the usual sort of thing. Sorry, and not wearing flip flops. Yeah, no, oh. if you don't wear flip flops in the sh- if you oh, if you go in the showers without right, flip flops, yeah, yeah. fungus. Oh, health and so, safety. Yeah, yeah. We, on after a match, the, the boys get the wages, and they most of it goes uh, into the fine pot. To be honest, and the chairman matches that at the end of the year, which takes the boys away abroad somewhere. So uh, if we carry on the way we are in terms of fines, we'll probably go into Vegas, not uh, Skeggy mm. this year. Right, it's <laughs> <laughs> a great investment system. Now you got a few uh, Newport County links at the club. Now you took over from Charlie Griffin. Yes, Scott I, played Gri- with, I played with Charlie at Newport. Yeah, as well, yeah. so he's in the same team. As I me, think yeah. Scotty Griffin is uh, well part-time assistant runs your juniors there who was also at candy probably the same time as you as well and a little younger than me oh is he yeah and a little birdie tells me when you were appointed the other two applicants just happened to be peter beadle and darren jones correct they were so yeah there is a link to newport i was only there 14 months and it was a great time uh, i was at, coming obviously to the end of my career uh it was the first time i'd gone part-time again uh and it suited me because my body was uh saying no full-time uh but i i enjoyed my my 14 months there if we the first year we we stayed up which uh was an achievement because when i signed the bottom of the league with 10 games to go and the second year we, we just missed out on the playoffs on the last day so uh and that change room was one of the best change rooms i've been in all my playing career and uh, coaching career it was one of the best changing rooms it was half english half welsh which was always good to have the banter but yeah we we had a fantastic change room and they're a team that although i was only there 14 months it's, it's a team that always look out for their results and want them to do well don't we all don't we all FA Cup for you, fifth round with Cheltenham in 2001-2002. Is that the, the highlight of your FA Cup right. career? I think as far as getting as far as you can, yeah, fifth round for a club like Cheltenham was fantastic and we only lost 1-0 away at West Brom. But from a personal point of view, it's obviously the, the Tottenham game with scoring the equaliser and, and what it meant for the club in terms of finance. So if you put those two together, there's not a lot of difference, but uh, I think personally to score a goal against Spurs, 
Spurs was uh, was the best. But yeah, the West Brom game, we were very unlucky that day, actually. Uh, Daniel Dicchio scored a header uh, in the second half, and I think a draw would have been a fair result. Yeah, you never know. It's the cup, isn't it, John? It's the cup! It's the cup. <laughs> it's the cup. And that's Cheltenham should never have got to the fifth round. But, no, exactly. Uh, it does happen these days. It does happen. Crawley, you mentioned Crawley earlier. They played Man U a few years ago when they were non-league. The following year, they got promoted because the money they gained from, mm. from the Man U revenue, they, they could invest in the club. And I think Burton Albion did the same. They were non-league when they played uh, Man U. Following year, they got promoted. So uh, hopefully we can draw Man U in a few rounds. Time. <laughs> oh, well, this is it. I mean, I mean, I, I was a bit disappointed here. You're just sort of confessing you're going to be knocked out eventually. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I, I, I'm seeing a fairy tale here, my friend. I may have said the exact same thing <laughs> to, uh, to Hamworth the other weekend, but this time, this is the one. I'm sure of it. This okay. is the one. We said to the boys, don't book anything in May because that's when the FA Cup is. But we, we're obviously only joking. But you never know. You never know. It's it's uh, as Greavesy used to say. It's a funny old game. Yeah, definitely is. Now, yeah. if you just happen to get a draw, now we we are advocating for the win. Obviously, if you happen to get a draw, I don't know if the replay is literally the following Tuesday or Wednesday, but it'll be on the Tuesday. Yeah, we, we've got a game against Yates in the League Cup, but that'll get cancelled yeah. and the FA Cup will take preference. So it'll be next Tuesday. Oh, did they play again? There's no penalty shootout. No, nope, not in the not in the first not time round, right. but in the replay there is. And I was gonna, we asked Tim Sills this, this question as well. Will you force the lads to practice penalties? Because Tim vehemently denied that he was going to uh, make the boys actually practice penalties would you go that far no never you can't replicate i've heard the, the argument yesterday on talk sport about ronaldo and, and bruno who should take it and he's best in training or but you can't replicate a match mm. you can't re- replicate if you score you go through to the next round and it's six thousand pounds for the club it, you just can't do that on the training ground so there'll be a, the first five and then lucky dip after that yeah. uh there'll be there'll be confident players that take penalties but we missed a penalty last week at Malksham and he is a fantastic goal scorer and if he if he did it in training he'd put it in the top corner every week you can't replicate match match day penalty taking so we'll just ask the five before the game or not even before the game at end of 90 minutes we'll ask the five we'll write them down and wish them good luck are you going is it the whole team going a bus to Hungerford or is it cars uh, we haven't or... decided yet because it, it's not too far yeah. from a lot of a lot of the players live in Swindon so it's not, it isn't too far but we've got the option of a coach I haven't as I say tonight game has been a priority on my mind as soon as the the final whistle goes then I'll start preparing properly for Hungerford Um, so the transport and times and everything else that you have to organise as manager which I enjoy doing well we we like the coach idea at this end because that's when you can get the the group psych up music on and this is when you get get the vibe going do do you have a song on it's it's a preference for getting no because every week each player has to supply the music so (laughs) it's very varied week to week so we don't actually have one song that we run out to or or listen to before a game it's whichever player has been chosen they have to supply the music and right. I've offered my uh, playlist a few times but they've uh, what do you got they've in declined there? it for some reason I've got anything from Martin McCutcheon Jimmy Nail uh, ACDC, a uh, bit of Pavarotti thrown in there, but <laughs> Kings of Leon. I've got, I've got a really strange okay. mix of music. Okay, it does a sound bit, a bit more bit diverse than the list of occupations you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you can see that why they they don't want my music because <laughs> listening to uh, Perfect Moment by 
Martin Butcher might not get them yeah. uh, ready for the match. No, but then you bring Ness and Dormer on next, and, oh, and yeah. uh, you're away. That oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that always gets airs on the back of your neck mm. going, but uh, my playlist won't be allowed to go anywhere near that. See, I had the problem when I was a former professional cricketer. I had the problem. I was the alpha male in the dressing room, so I just chose the music, and everyone else got into line with me. Yeah, that that can happen. But as I say, we're, we're a great changing room, and they throw a bit of onus onto the younger lads as well. Uh, they have to bring a, a different item every week as well which is a bit of fun Mm -hmm. Uh, so on the Friday night uh, one of the players will will message on the group message you've got to bring this item to the game so it it, and if you don't bring it it, it's a fine and it goes into the pot so it's uh it's, it's a bit of fun, and uh, I can tell you now, we've, we've played Roman Glass in the first round of the FA Cup, and I don't I don't know what they bring in, I don't know what the, the item is, and before the game, everyone's looking around and laughing, and one of the lads gets a hamster out of his bag, <laughs> and so they had to bring a live animal to the game. <laughs> so most of them bought a spider or a fly or right. something they found in the garden. Okay, so generally something living, I, I thought you were going to say like a, a blue vase or something like <laughs> Like that and you have to give grandma a ring but no, it's no actually... that was that, that particular one you had to bring something live so okay. um ellis the center back he he got a little cage out of his bag mm-hmm. and there was a hamster in there um, right. and then his, girl, his girlfriend was at the game she took the hamster away and all <laughs> yeah. that said i don't want to see that hamster unless we win okay. and then we won obviously so we, it was in the bar after the game as well so, <laughs> that's, uh, that's starting to get in the rounds and, of my brother's week, old uh university rugby team we had a, a mascot that was a, a pig a pig it was on a lead that would come to the game wow all right that's a bit like the bull at hereford yes yeah. if, if i remember around, as well that, i was gonna say in in that replay hereford asked to take the bull to tottenham and tottenham declined i'm sure they did yeah but just go back to your welsh roots last week they had to bring something welsh to the game so there was a mixture of leeks uh welsh cakes some welsh diaries uh and one of the one of the players is going out with a his uh, partner used to go to swansea university and under his tracksuit he had the uh hockey kit on so we have a bit of fun but then once the game, once half past one's gone, we, we get a head down and, and get serious. But there's a bit of fun, a bit of banter for the players. So it's all good. Something Welsh. I'll take the letter L. That's uh, yeah. You guys go mental on the L. Yeah, yeah. yeah we love a bit of L work. Um, I've got to say, we, we went uh, as a professional cricket team. We, we had Baywatch Day. So people went to right. a game dressed in red trunks or actually one, one guy wore a red bikini to mm. a professional cricket match. So uh, mm-hmm. it was an interesting variety of things. That yeah, came, it did, came it's along. just a bit of fun. But yes. as long as it doesn't affect their game and the performance, it's, it's fine by me. So I don't know what uh, tonight. No, we don't do it midweek. <laughs> oh, okay, Saturday okay. the next time we do it. So right. I don't know what that will be. We'll just keep that hamster I'll away. Let you know. I'll All let right. you know what it was. Well, the hamster's lucky. So perhaps it's time for hamster, hamster day to come back. So just get yeah. a whole. Be, yeah. <laughs> well, John, we've got to thank you for your time. For I mean, like you say, you've got oh, a league. You. You've got a league match tonight, so we're even more grateful for getting you on board. But we are going to wish you the best of luck at Hungerford on right the on weekend. Top. We're right on top. We are all over it. The Australian public's going mad for a bit of siren cester, like they were two weeks ago for Hamworthy. <laughs> but now we're all over the cesters, the centurions, and you've got to go and check out this bloody the world's biggest yew tree hedge, John. It's hundred meters long. We'll do. I will do. I will do.
There is other things to do in Sirencester, by the way. There is. Uh, there is, and I live in Cheltenham, so there's more to do in Cheltenham as well. Oh, so, okay. Uh, it's a great place. It's not too far great away. Great place. There's a Roman villa at Chedworth, Rob. Good. That's, you've, got to, you've got to go and see the Roman villa. And with the, not to mention Roman the sites villa, of the town. Yeah. I've seen the signpost. <laughs> seen the signpost. Lots of brown signs everywhere in, in uh, Sirencester. There is around the Cotswolds, definitely. We've got. We're just going to warn Hungerford. You don't know what's coming at you because uh, the Sirencester, the Romans, the Centurions, they're, they're going at them full steam ahead. So we do wish you the best of luck, and we need you to equal at least the best ever foray into the FA Cup for the club. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Hopefully, we will be talking to you in a couple of weeks' time. That's finger, not even fingers crossed. We will, we will be talking to you in a couple of weeks' time. So positive, that's the, positive. Attitude. We're trying to be yeah, positive. That's exactly right. So, mate, best of luck. Hopefully, you will get a bus. Hopefully, you will get some ACDC <laughs> banging on the bus for Saturday. Get the boys fired up with all their hamsters and goats and llamas. <laughs> it will be awesome. Yeah, we will be looking out for the great. results. We will be following as best we can on BBC Radio Oxfordshire. Is Hungerford in Oxfordshire? It probably is. I think it might, it might be on the border. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it Wiltshire. Is. The BBC Wiltshire Oxfordshire border. Wiltshire. We'll, we'll be all over yeah, it anyway. Somewhere around there. So, mate, we right. do wish you the best of luck. Please pass on our regards to all the boys and make sure that lad's hamster is going okay it's fine i'm sure it's fine <laughs> okay all the best john we will talk to you i'm saying it now we'll talk to you very very soon cheers mate. Talk. cheers guys thank you no Bye-bye. worries oh how awesome is that that you're really the key because this is your idea thanks mate so you're the main time you've dragged me along and i have to cop it uh, based on your direction one direction. But it's good to be... Uh, it's better to chime than do nothing, I reckon. I've been saying that for years. Yeah. <laughs> been saying that for years. I've never heard you say that, Pete. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go ahead. Hey, did you hear about Kevin? No. He's in Australia too. Spreading himself a bit thin. Yeah. Everyone wants a slice of Kevin. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Link's Beef Up Your Snack Life.